Yes, we are back. And I've got a term for you that I don't know that you know what this means. I did not. Interpersonal trauma. You know, this podcast is kind of one of the cornerstones is mental health, right? And every Monday we do something called Mental Health Monday on the show. And today you're going to learn how your interpersonal trauma is affecting you and how we can change it. Today on the show, welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yeah, what's up? Hi, how are you? God, it feels like a lifetime. Uh, so happy to have you here. Welcome back to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast, the uh, 28th of November on this daily podcast. It's got three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Well, I haven't had a solid bowel movement in about five days now. Oh, welcome home. <laughs> so we'll start the show like this. And oh, if you don't follow me on social media, that's probably a really abrupt way to start this episode. But <laughs> if you do, then you probably know exactly what's going on, uh, at least as much as I do at this point. <laughs> so we're back from our little hiatus. It we was, are. I would say um, a pretty neutral week. Because had a lot of good things happen, had a lot of bad things happen. So all I say, all things considered, um, pretty neutral <laughs> week. Kind of back to back to the Monday grind, being exhausted already. Oh, um, no. We uh, went to Mexico. My buddy Dan and I went to Mexico for the break, and um, probably let's see, everything was going smooth, and I have plenty of stories to share. But we're going to start with this one because it's the most uh, current thing happening right now. So I, and, and you've ever, by the way, this is a tip for you. I don't know if anyone's ever been sick on vacation, but it's the absolute worst thing ever. Like nothing's worse than being at, not inside your home being mm -hmm. sick. And especially like when you know that this is supposed to be time, you're supposed to be relaxing, enjoying, <laughs> making memories. And mm -hmm. instead you're just at home on the toilet. Um, So. No, you're not at home on your toilet. Oh, I'm sorry. You're on, you're in your, yeah. You're, on your, your, you're in your vacation tem home. Temporary your home toilet. in your toilet. <laughs> So everything's going fine. Great vacation, all things considered. Got plenty of stories, though. And uh, all of a sudden, Tuesday night, you know that feeling when you lay down and it's just, you know it's coming. <laughs> like I just knew, like my whole body just felt like really not good. And I'm like, mm -mm. okay, like hopefully this is just a little something I ate. It'll pass, you know, it'll come and it'll go. I went to bed, woke up you know, 1230 abruptly. And you're like, okay, I got it. Here it goes. Here we go. Mm. So yeah, I was up all night, Tuesday night into Wednesday, uh, <laughs> Wednesday. I was just laid out, like laid out on the couch, stomach, lethargic headache. It was bad. Mm. Not only that, I also had a very odd rash on my right hand. And this rash looked kind of bubbly um almost like think hmm. like poison ivy mm, let me see it actually it looked like a sun rash but i wasn't burned um let's see poison ivy rash we can all google this for a second poison ivy <laughs> um it was just kind of no not like uh, no yeah kind of yeah but it's just kind of like, like multiple spots in my right hand were like bubbled up yeah. And I was like, what in the world? And I'm over here pooping and fever <laughs> oh, and like just awful. So I'm like, I can't, I need, I should probably like, like look into this before <laughs> I travel. You know, I should probably mm -hmm. kind of know what's going on. So I took a COVID test. It was negative. So that's positive. Right. Mm -hmm. 
And so I'm like, okay, it's not COVID. I was kind of worried it was. And I'm like, oh my God, it's COVID. Like, mm. I'm stuck here for days. Oh, geez. Like, what am I going to do? I, I, a girl that works mm. in radio here in, in Baltimore, she went somewhere and she got COVID on vacation. And then she had to like stay in some quarantine chamber on her, I guess she was in a um, resort. Mm. She had a quarantine there. Mm. So I... I was like, okay, I got to figure something out. Now, the last thing I want to do is to go to a doctor in a country where I don't speak the language. In any third world country where I don't speak the language, I'm going to try to go to avoid the doctor at all possible cost, right? Mm-hmm. So what does my hypochondriac brain think to do? Because honestly, y'all, and this this story will make more sense later on this week if you keep listening. I thought I had monkeypox. I really think maybe oh, I had monkeypox. And I'll explain that later on this week. But <laughs> So I'm like, oh my God, is it monkeypox? I definitely need to travel. It's monkeypox. Like, so the first thing my hyper, hypochondriac brain decides to do is I should do a teledoc, right? Mm-hmm. Like that would be the most With sense. Dan, so he can interpret. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, if, if I do a teledoc in, you know, in anywhere, I can just connect with somebody in America and I've got oh, an American true. doctor. That's right. That's I can right. send him pictures That's of my right. rash. That's I can explain, right. explain my symptoms. Yeah. This would be well. So- here I am. I'm like sick as hell laying on the couch. And I'm like, okay, let me do a teledoc. Usually you connect with teledocs within like just a couple of minutes. Takes hours. I mean, probably two and a half hours until someone finally calls me. Guy gets on. He's like, hey, I just want to, uh, you know, hey, I'm Dr. Whatever. Uh, just, you know, verify your birth date. I'm like, here it is. And he's like, okay, just one more thing. Just need to verify that, that you live in Maryland. I'm like, yeah, I live in Maryland. Uh, I'm, I'm actually in Mexico right now. He's like, wait a minute. I'm like, what? Oh, no. He's like, I can't treat you if you are in Mexico. And I'm like, why not? And he's like, because I'm only licensed to work in certain states. <laughs> and Mexico's not, at this point, it's like, it's like seven o'clock at night, right? Oh. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not licensed to work in Mexico. Oh. And I'm like, well, what have I told you? Have I told you I was kidding? And I'm actually back in Maryland. <laughs> Let's call back and start this all over. Well, and he's like, no, you can't. I say, like, well, tell me this. If I call back and say I'm in Maryland, is there any way for them to fact check? And he's like, I can't tell you to do that. I'm like, <laughs> okay. But that means also, he didn't also not say no. Right. So I'm like, okay, let me try this. Um, so I then go back on the app, put another appointment in, <laughs> wait another hour and a half for a call, mm-hmm. get a call from a doctor. She's like, oh my God. Uh, well, she's like, you know, honestly, if it was just the rash, I wouldn't be as concerned. But the fact that you have, you have a rash and these symptoms, I'm actually really concerned. You should go to an emergency room immediately for more testing. Oh, no. Now, here it is, 9 o'clock at night. And you've told her you're in Maryland, right? No, I told her I was in Mexico. Sorry. So this, I'm sorry. Oh. I, I'm sorry. I, no, 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 I'm sorry. You, right, I told her I was in Maryland. So she oh. calls. She goes, you're in Maryland, right? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I'm in Maryland. I just got back from Mexico. Oh. Uh, so here's what happened. Oh. So that actually works. It, by the way, if you're ever abroad, <laughs> you can do that. Don't just let you ever them need know. To talk to a doctor immediately. Just tell them you're in the state you live in. <laughs> so yeah, she's like, you need to go to the emergency room immediately. And I'm like, oh God, obviously she, you know, she still thinks I'm in Maryland, which wouldn't be a huge process, but here it is. It's the night before Thanksgiving, right? (laughs) And I'm thinking there's no way in hell, especially at nighttime. Mm -hmm. I don't know why daytime, it seems like it'd be better than nighttime. Hmm. There's no way in the hell at nighttime, am I going to go to to a Mexico (laughs) emergency room? (laughs) I'm just not going to do it. Like, I'm not doing it. So I'm like, if this is something bad, I'm obviously just going to have to like suffer through it and just mm-hmm. go. So uh, I don't sleep at all Wednesday night to Thursday, up pooping all night. 
Uh, What's Dan doing all this time? Well, we'll talk about that later on. Okay. Uh, but he's just, you know, he's just trying to help me out as much as he can. What really sucks, so Wednesday night, we, you know, we paid all this money to have a private chef come in to cook his <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner, which actually right. wasn't that bad. It's was only 60 bucks a person. Yeah. But still, it's 60 bucks. So I'm over mm-hmm. here, like, just kind of picking at it with the fever's bad. I'm, like, sweating all over the meal. It's just, it's a mess. <laughs> it's a messy situation. Oh, God. So Thursday, I'm like, oh, man, I'm feeling awful. I just got to soldier through at this point, right? I just got to soldier through, get back to America because there's no way in the world I'm going to be able to, A, stay here. Or, B, am I going to have to go go to a doctor while I'm down here? So I'm just going to soldier through. Now, if you don't know anything about Tulum, I was in Tulum. Uh, Tulum's about a two-hour drive from Cancun. So I've got to ride in the car. Now, imagine, you're, I'm, I'm nauseous. I'm diarrheaing. I'm feverish. I'm like doing all like I'm all the six. I'm like I, I'm like honey, feeling kind of like sorry congested. Oh. I'm in. So I got to take a two hour car ride to the airport. Then on top of that, Dan's flight left two hours before my flight. Uh-huh. So now I'm stuck in the Cancun airport. Oh, two hours. I'm, I'm like I'm pooping. Like I'm just. It's just. It's it's just bad. Mm-hmm. Flights on time. Get back here, go to bed, wake up the next day. I think this is Friday now. This is, no, sorry, this is, yeah, this is now um, Black Friday because I, I came back on Thanksgiving. Right. Black Friday, first thing I do is I go to urgent care. Yeah. And that takes, you know, forever, per usual. Yeah. And she's like, you know, I think we need to do a stool sample. <laughs> and I guess I kind of knew in this point what that was, but I was – apprehensive what was going to come next. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like how, like what's the actual process for this? So this girl comes in lovely, lovely young lady with like, it looks like what you would, you would give somebody if they, um, like it was somebody's birthday. Like you didn't really know that well. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a gift basket of like random assortments. Right. <laughs> And I'm like, what the, like, what in the world? Like, maybe I won or something. I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going on. And what this is basically, because I want you to picture this, okay? It's basically like Abraham Lincoln's hat, oh, but plastic. And in there is there's three tubes. This is going to get a little graphic for a Monday, but y'all got to understand why I went through these last couple of days just to be able to get the show made today. All right. In in this in this Abraham Lincoln hat. There's three test tubes. There's also like what looks to be like a Kiki pee pad. Okay. Which I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, why? Why do I have to do this on the floor? Like, how does this work? Why is there a pee pad? There's literally no bullshit. Eight latex gloves. <laughs> why? For what reason are there eight latex, latex oh gloves? God. Why? Why in the world would it be eight? Like, what would have to happen with, with That's one a person? Sign it's going to be really bad. Yes. And then, oh, was there anything no. else? There's something else in there, but I forget what it was. Just, it's just ridiculous, right? <laughs> um, so she's like, all right, here's what you need to do. And this girl, like, we're just we're making the best out of it. She's like, I'm gonna need, I need you to go home. Okay? Because obviously they don't want to try to humiliate you, like, in front of them. Like, I need you to go home and put this Abraham Lincoln hat in your toilet. <laughs> Okay. And I just need you to, you know, do what you're going to do in the toilet. <laughs> and then I need you to, oh yeah, I forgot what else was in there. Basically like these giant versions. Oh, this is making me sick. Just thinking about it. <laughs> these giant versions of popsicle sticks. Oh yes. 
And she's like, I need you to, and I'll just, I'm, I know it's Monday. So we're going to keep this light. Like basically use the popsicle. You, you get, you got it right. We're all the same thing. But uh-huh. Basically we, we the Abraham Lincoln contents have got to get into the test tube somehow. Right. So. And you have three test tubes, right? Yeah, three test tubes three to do tubes. it in. And I, y'all, it was, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget that day. <laughs> oh, I'll never forget it. I don't. <laughs> yeah, like, like I said, it was a very neutral oh, week. Oh, God. <laughs> so it was like some of, the, some of the best and some of the worst moments of my life happened over this last week. Uh, so anyway, I'm on antibiotic for three days to see if maybe it's some kind of just bacterial infection. And then while they're doing a, a little test on my fecal matter, <laughs> I don't know what's happening yet. It could be a parasite. Oh, I don't know. Gosh. I know I'm not quite sure, but I have been nonstop. Um, yeah, it's just been, mm-hmm. it's been, um, literally the whole time. It's just hasn't quit. So <laughs> that's been my trip. Um, I, and honestly, in all in all jokes, and I'm I'm not feeling great, and I hate that we're starting this episode back. I'm not feeling. I'm I'm disappointed. I'm going back to work, not feeling great because I was really I needed this week to really like recharge, as you know. Right. Um. I had a lot. It was a very it was a crazy week. Um. And <laughs> in, in Tulum, and we got a lot of stories to share. The Airbnb was a racket. Um. In in a good and bad way. <laughs> And I actually ended up crying on the trip. So like, it was just a very, Aww. it was a very, there's a lot of stories to tell from Tulum, mm-hmm. but we'll spread them out throughout this week. Just kind of like how I had to spread. And no, we won't, we won't go there. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, mm-hmm. mom, I heard you, you almost, you kind of ruined Thanksgiving dinner over the Yancey household. As just one of many. <laughs> Is that typical for you to mess up Thanksgiving dinners? Yes, I've done this too many times. What happened? So so we have numerous dishes, right? Yeah. And now I don't prepare them all, but this happened when I did used to prepare them all too. But now, you know, Maggie and John bring dishes. Brian and Aunt bring dishes. I prepare some dishes. And so I make a list, right? Yeah. So that I'm sure that I have everything because we have like 10 things going on. Yeah. A lot of family with a lot of different uh, mm-hmm. dietary restrictions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're taking all the stuff. I'm taking all the stuff out of the oven. Dinner's ready. I've already looked at my list, right? Mm-hmm. Checked it twice. Mm-hmm. And Brian says... Where is the lentil loaf? <laughs> Which, <laughs> Which that's or, not, listen, even as a vegan, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> a lentil actually, loaf was actually delicious. It what was lentils and Ugh, rice. Makes me and sick of my stomach. Was lentils and rice of uh, this rice mix, and that was really good. No, it was very good. Anyway, I was like, "Oh crap! It's in the refrigerator." <laughs> He's like, oh, and I said, well, the good news is there are a lot of side dishes for us because, of course, that was going to be my entree, too, because the others were having turkey breast, and that's another story. And so (laughs) I said, well, let's just put it in the oven because, of course, the oven was hot. It takes 40 minutes, and when it's done and we're still hungry, we'll eat it. If not, we'll eat it tomorrow. Okay, fine. (laughs) 
<laughs> so we put it in there, and we actually did eat some at the end, and then we did eat a lot of it the next day. But the other crazy thing was, this was the craziest thing I've done. So we wanted to get a fresh turkey, right? One that had not been frozen. Yeah. So several days before, I had bought a fresh turkey because, you know, you have to go early because they're all gone. Well, I opened it up. We put it on the grill. It wasn't a turkey. It was just a turkey breast. Oh, no. (laughs) So you bought the wrong size? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, so I just had turkey breasts. We didn't have legs and thighs, which, of course, is what? J-Mac's fave. Oh, God. I don't think anybody else cared. Anyway, when when we discovered that, I was like, well, this is what we got. <laughs> love this it or leave this. it. Yeah. This is it. Was there enough to feed everybody, though? Oh, yeah. I mean, was- it sounds like, what the hell did you You didn't have turkey. You didn't have the lentil loaf. What the hell did you have? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, we had lots of side dishes. We had mashed potatoes, and we had sweet potatoes, and we had um, stuffing, and we had gravy, and we had collard greens, and we had green beans, and we had cranberries, and um, we had a lot of side dishes. That's good, then. You didn't completely screw desserts, everything up. So it was, no, 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 didn't no, screw no. It all up. We had more than enough food, but it was just like, you know, I am just not good. It's a At lot. Big dinner. It's a lot. I really, I Maybe. really, it's, it's so funny because, you know, I'm, especially when you don't, I haven't been home for Thanksgiving in a couple, of, I don't remember the last time I came home for Thanksgiving. It's been a couple of years been at least. I mean, time. it wasn't for sure last year Mm-mm. and probably not the year before Mm-mm. either because that was COVID. So, Maybe 2018. 18 or 19. Mm-hmm. Probably came home night. No, I don't know. Honestly, I don't remember. It's been a while. I don't think, no, I didn't come home. It's been a long you, time. You didn't come home in 19 either. Mm-mm. I don't think I did. I think I stayed, I think I just stayed in California. You did. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been a long time. So when you don't do a traditional Thanksgiving, I really, like from the outside point of view, it's it's a lot of work. Like shout out to anybody that has it's to put all that together. So much. You know? And again, I did, as we talked about before the break, I still watched all of you guys. And I talked to a bunch of you guys on social media about this too, about everyone's odd ass dinner times. Not one person has a lunch or a dinner. Not one of y'all had a lunch or a dinner. Not one of you. 2.30, Yeah. Between 1 and 4.30. Not even five, five I would consider like a normal dinner time even. Mm-hmm. But it was like for some reason on those days specifically, mm. you know. It's a lot of food and it's a lot of preparation and it's a lot of cleanup. So here's the thing about our cleanup. Aunt looked at me. Aunt is, of course, your your brother's husband. Yeah. He's from South Africa. And he looked at this big china hutch I have, and he said, that's full of dishes. And since I've known you, which has been (laughs) at least 10 years, you've never opened that hutch. (laughs) Yeah, that's a thing of the past. What's in there? (laughs) I said, well, it's all my fine china and crystal and blah, blah, blah. And he said, well, why don't you use it? And I said, well, it all has to be hand-washed. He said, I'll wash it. And he pulled it all out, and we used all our fine crystal, our silver, our china, and we all washed it. It was beautiful. Well, it's really go. beautiful. I don't think I don't anybody use that. Does anybody listening right now? This would be a good a generational question. Yeah. Anybody listening have a china cabinet? <laughs> that's like under 50. 
<laughs> 60, under 60. How about it under 60? stuff in it that you never use because it's so high maintenance. <laughs> I just told me, you may have China, you know, like that may be one thing, which also, is that offensive to say China? I don't think so. It's like Chinese no. porcelain, right? Oh, no. Exactly. I, gotta be, I gotta be really careful. This. Even no. like when I was thinking about calling it Montezuma's Revenge for what I think mm. I have, I'm like, I don't think I, I don't even know if I can call it that anymore. I'm not even <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to call it fine, fine, uh, fine China. Right. Uh, I think is why is it even called? Is it is, is it Chinese porcelain? Why is China called China? I honestly, don't why know. is China? I didn't make sure I'm not being a racist here or something. China. Oh, okay. Uh, called China plates. I just we need to. I think it's because it's Chinese porcelain, but I just want to make sure this is right. Mm. Uh, China. It is called China in English because the Chinese because the first it was first made in China. Oh, which fully explains the delicate porcelain. So yeah, it's, it used oh, to be I at got least it. okay. Um, yes. Oh, mine's not from China. Yeah, that's that's where I got the name from. Mine's from England. Anyway, I okay. I don't think there's anybody in our age group that has <laughs> a cabinet <laughs> that's just for fancy dishes, if you mm-hmm. will. I don't think most of us even have fancy dishes anymore. Right. You know, like I got some for my wedding. I can toss those things as fast as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Um, post-divorce. But does anybody have, like, do we still have, let's have that discussion today. Us 30, 40, 50-year-olds. Do we have A, fancy plates that we only use for some reason once a year? And do we have a, do they just go in the regular cat? Or do you have, like, my mom has her own separate, and, and like older people have this. They have their own separate, like, piece of furniture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where you put this stuff, mm-hmm. which is just seems asinine. <laughs> so you're telling me I've got these dishes I never use, and uh-huh. I got to buy another piece of furniture uh-huh. to put the, to the dishes them. that I never use in. Uh-huh. That's like right. that makes no sense. <laughs> so let's uh, let's get that question going. Like, do we? St- <laughs> I don't think it's a thing. I don't think people have China anymore. I don't think, I don't I don't think, think that's they a, do either. I mean, thing. Margo and I have talked about this. Yeah. You all are not going to want any of this I don't want stuff. It. Toss it out. Nor is anyone else. You can throw it <laughs> in the trash. I don't even want to take it to the, I don't even want to take it to the damn Goodwill because no one's gonna want it there either. <laughs> That's why people find all this stuff at Goodwill. I know. We don't want we don't want our parents <laughs> dead dead parents China. We don't want it. It doesn't translate anymore. It's too heavy. All right, let's get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay, it's from Joyce Meyer. You cannot have a positive life and a negative mind. That's true. It just will not work. You have got, it starts with your mind, your mindset. If you have a positive mindset, you will have a more positive life for sure. It's true. mm -hmm, Your mind controls everything. I mean, it's everything. And who's in charge of your mind? You. Jesus. You. (laughs) I thought it was Jesus. You are in charge of your mind. Mm-hmm. It's very true, even mm-hmm. when you're sitting on the toilet. And I guarantee mm-hmm. there's one of y'all that be able to be able to turn that into a positive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's the positivity there, Mom? Well, I'll bet you lost weight. <laughs> <laughs> I've been eating nothing but applesauce and toast for the last three days, people. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. it's very true. It's All right, today's podcast. What? What? It's cleansing. Uh, that's true. There's not um, <laughs> an ounce. Left untouched in my intestines right now. Um, today's podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. 
It's BetterHelp Therapy Online, and we thank them for being a sponsor of today's show. Uh, love BetterHelp. I've had two sessions since the last time. Um, it's awesome. It's how I do my therapy. I could have done one when I actually was in Mexico, I guess, but I didn't. I just opted to do one on Black Friday when I got back. Hmm. Let's see. What did we talk about this week? Um, well, we started talking about my, you know, same old stuff. Nothing, nothing really new. Me, me trying to figure out what a relationship looks like and how to do it and how I'm feeling about it. And, you know, I was saying, this is one, one thing I was saying in therapy this week when better help is I do feel myself kind of starting to like calm down. Like when it comes to like not feeling like remember, most of y'all have known me for a minute. I like, it was just so fun to like date so many girls back in the day. Right. Hmm. And I don't know, like even in Tulum, there was a slight possibility of a female interaction with you sick. Was well, before I got sick? Mm, I was only sick no. for a day, really. Oh, okay. Um, there was, you know, there's conversation, but <laughs> uh, didn't even really want to engage in it. Which did she I'm like, speak who? Spanish? No, no, mom, she did not. <laughs> um, but I'm like, I'm like, who is this guy? This guy doesn't even really want to do it anymore. It's funny. Um, <laughs> it's funny. So anyway. BetterHelp's great. It really is. I hope you'll think about it. If you're thinking about therapy, you know, life doesn't really come with a user's manual. And I, that's what I've realized too, is I don't really, there's so many things I just, I just don't know. And I'm just not um, equipped. We don't get classes for this kind of stuff. I wish we did. Don't you wish we had classes on relationships growing up or mm-hmm. mental health or mm-hmm. personal growth? And I mean, we didn't get that kind of stuff. So some of the stuff you got to kind of use a professional to do. And as the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online, and it's affordable. That's amazing. So just fill out a brief questionnaire. You'll match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you switch anytime. Could not be more simple. There's no waiting room. There's no traffic. There's no endless search for the right therapist. And you can learn more and save 10% on your first month. And I hope you will, by the way. I hope you'll take uh, the opportunity. A lot of you guys, as we're heading into December, um, you know, hopefully you'll start thinking about the new year and how you want your 2023 to look. And hopefully that'll include getting professional help with better help. It's betterhelp.com slash Kramer. It's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. I saw that Donald, one of our podcast faves, uh-huh. ordered cozy earth sheets for his parents. Posted about that on the certified fans yeah, page while we were gone. So awesome. It's a great gift. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a great gift. Uh, cozy earth is our partner that has everything cozy. We talk about the sheets a lot, honestly. So Airbnb is like, they don't, they could give two poops about some of them, uh-huh. you two know, poops. that's yes, probably a bad analogy. That's, that's where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was just two poops. Um, I, um, yeah, I mean, but people usually don't care what they put in there. You know, they, they just got to put some cheap sheets and pillows and a mattress and then, you know, call it a Airbnb. But, <laughs> The, you know, when I, it's hard now, it's hard sleeping on other sheets other than cozy earth sheets, mm-hmm. man, cozy earth has the most comfortable sheets in the world. If you don't have these sheets yet, please cyber Monday, you're out spending money right now. Here's the deal. 40% off anything cozy over at cozy earth. Yeah. Anything you see. I mean, we're talking, you know, if you want to get the sheets, which are a great gift too, for somebody else. Now we're kind of entering into the, oh, no, I got to figure out the gifts for other people, you know, and mm, so sometimes great. parents can be hard to buy for. I don't see why you shouldn't get them an amazing sheet set. Like who doesn't want nice sheets, right? Mm-hmm. Could be great for you as well. I mean, it's even, I mean, it's not even just sheets. 
We're talking clothes. They got joggers for men and women. They've got uh, zip down hoodies. We've got quarter zips, waffle bathrobes, waffle bath wraps, waffle hair towels. Uh, for they've got holiday pajamas. I know n- now it is the season for holiday pajamas oh, and pomegranate and olive. Those. Yeah, mm. mama should get them all for the family. You know what mm, I mean? Do a family photo. Think about let's it. Let's do it. They've also got stre- uh, stretch n- stretch knit joggers. Listen, anything comfortable that you love, they've got the most comfortable version over at Cozy Earth. I really want you to look at those sheets though, if you don't have some. CozyEarth.com. CozyEarth.com. The promo code is Kramer40. Kramer40. Think about holiday gifts. Kramer 40, CozyEarth.com, certified fans. Ooh. <laughs> well, you know, it How wasn't, are we doing? It wasn't our, our greatest uh, break. I was hoping that we'd come back not... and we'd, we'd have a lot of, uh, no. a lot of people, uh, no. but, but we don't, no. um, I don't okay. think we had one more. Let me double check. Cause you know, sometimes I miss emails while I'm gone. Yeah. I don't think we had one more person. Um, okay. Let's see. No, we don't. We don't. We don't. <laughs> so that's a bummer. But hoping that We've we can got still three pull more up. days. We got three. We got today. Day. We got tomorrow, and we got mm-hmm. uh, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping that two more people can come forward this month. That's what we need. Two mm-hmm. people. In three days to pull this off successfully, we're asking for you, yes, you, to become a supporter of this podcast. Uh, hopefully, you're feeling all nice and full from your break. You're coming back to Certified Mama's Boy, and we're back after the long weekend. Maybe you missed us. Yay. Well, hopefully, so. you can come over and support us. We missed y'all. We did. I missed it. I did, I did miss recording these. Uh, so, do this. Text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8, and you can become a certified fan today. It's $6 a month. Which, I mean, may not sound like you're like, how in the world do you make it work for $6 a month? Because we got a lot of people that do this, right? And so I don't want to put the burden on any particular person, including myself, to get this podcast made. So what we do is we just crowdsource it basically and say, listen, can we get enough people to give $6 a month? And the answer is yes, as long as we get three people a month. Because <laughs> if not, <laughs> then it comes out of old Cramsey's pocket over here. <laughs> um, all right. The certified fan of the day, which by the way, you get a bunch of perks when you join. And one of those perks is you get to join the, uh, I'm sorry, you get an episode dedicated to you of Certified Mama's Boy. Uh, and so when you join, you will get a whole episode dedicated to you. When you don't have somebody new, we don't have somebody new, we go back and we thank somebody that's been here you know, for a while now. So um, we want to take the opportunity to send a big thank you to our certified fan number 227 today, Okay. And 227, you didn't fill out the second part of your form, but I think your name is Carolina P. Oh. Carolina P. And I don't know where you're from, but Carolina P. I don't even know when you joined because you didn't fill out the second <laughs> part of your form. <laughs> but Carolina P. Um, actually, I may know when you joined. Let me see. Um, actually, I do know when you joined. You joined us on July of 2020. Oh, that's been a long time. Been us for a minute now. So thank you, I'm thank you, thank you. We appreciate fan. you so much for supporting our show. Mm-hmm. Mom, let's give her a whoop whoop. Okay. Whoop whoop to Carolina P. Yes. Thank Glad you. Glad you're here no matter where you're from. Yes. And mm-hmm. I'm going to assume you're San Diego because that's when I was still living in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you want to support us, text the word fans. We need two more people, please. F-A-N-S. To 888-Kramer8. We will talk about Podcast Magazine and everything else in tomorrow's episode. 
<laughs> and by everything else, I mean Liberty's podcast magazine. Um, but <laughs> I don't know why I said everything else. Um, that's on my list for tomorrow. We'll catch up with that. Mom, that's going to do it for you today, though. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All right. We call this Mental Health Monday. This is my friend Leah Aguirre who comes on with us Mondays, and we just talk anything about mental health. Leah's going to introduce me even to a new term today called inner personal, personal trauma. Right. I don't know what that is, but I'd love to learn about mental health. So let's go. I don't know how to, how to, I don't know. Um, let's go. <laughs> that was, that was odd. Um, so I'm a solutions. Well, the reason I bring this up is because I feel like we have this very rigid idea of what trauma is. Like we think of this very extreme set of circumstances or an extreme event, like a shooting or, mm. you know, an abusive relationship that's like physically abusive or a car accident or, you know, being a combat veteran. Right. So we have these very, sure. this very, um, rigid belief of what, what it means to experience trauma. And I think you and I've talked about it enough to know that it's more subjective than, an objective and that it really varies from person to person based on the experience. But the reason I bring it up is because a lot of the times with my clients, and this comes up, came up recently, but it comes up pretty often is when I do a little bit of history for a new client, we talk about, you know, past experiences and trauma. Um, and oftentimes I think they assume they have no trauma and I don't believe everyone has trauma, but I think it's also helpful and healthy to like assume everyone does. So we can just be mindful of people's needs and different walks of life. But interpersonal trauma is really any traumatic event or experience that's relational. So like an act of betrayal, one's boundaries being crossed. And again, what may be traumatic to one person may not be traumatic to another, but like even just as us, we've talked about your dating and past experiences and marriage. I really do believe that your divorce and being cheated on and that betrayal was traumatic to you. Mm-hmm. and has everything to do with why people not texting right away create so much anxiety in you. Okay. I'll go with it. Mm-hmm. So wh- how would you, wh- how would you know you had interpersonal trauma then? Like what would be the, like the, the signs? Like, how would you diagnose somebody with that? So, is it just like individual? Like somebody yeah, well, has to come then, in and be like, "Well, I got divorced, and my wife." Well, and I think it's so. like looking at the circumstances, right? So, like, say for example, people just grow apart. That may not be traumatic to to that person. They're like, sure. actually, like it just we just we loved each other, but there was not like we weren't in love, and it just doesn't make sense anymore. But I think for someone maybe who was cheated on multiple times, or maybe um, they were lied to by their partner about finances forever, or. Mm. Whatever, like it could be a bunch of different things. It could be what was that? Well, I'm I'm trying to think. Like, if I'm listening to this podcast right now, I'm I'm probably trying to figure out: Do I have interpersonal trauma or do I not? So, so what would be a warning sign or like a, a obvious sign of like, okay, that could be interpersonal trauma versus like it was just an upsetting situation. Or so it, it involves. S- so really, so when you use like interpersonal, that term is it means it involves an interaction with another person or within a relationship, right? So. It's, it could be, it could be domestic violence. It could be bullying. So being bullied in school, it could be, um, emotional or psychological abuse. So even if it's not physical, there's still abuse, right. By this Mm -hmm. person that you were involved with or that you once loved or loved you, or even like harassment in the workplace can be interpersonal trauma or Mm -hmm. 
or a parent like during childhood not being emotionally available can be also interpersonal trauma because you didn't think you were important or that your needs were important. Mm. So really it's it's specific to your own experience and it really has to threaten your sense of safety and well-being. So for example, like say you were bullied in elementary school like maybe a couple times and then you moved on and it doesn't impact you and you're like that person was that kid was just hurting. It's fine. Like I mean, whatever. Right. You get that may not be traumatic. Yeah. Right. But it, but for what's another person that could be super impactful. And I know I think I've shared this with you. I don't think we. I don't know if we're talking about the podcast, but there were a couple moments in middle school where I was com- like people made crude comments about my body, and that I think was traumatic in and of itself. Sure. Um, and I don't think till I did therapy recently did I realize it was traumatic. I knew it was like disgusting, and that it was painful at the time and because I was in middle school and middle school is already terrible and awkward, but I don't think it oh, yeah. really realized like I still, I'll always have body image issues now. And I know yeah. a thousand percent they stem from comments that were made when I was yeah, like you know, right? eight or whatever, you know? Yeah. So I think it really, when you think about interpersonal trauma, it's, it can be, it just, it varies from person to person and it can be something as simple as your mom commenting on your weight throughout your whole lifetime or people at school commenting on your weight, or it could be I don't know. It could even be like witnessing your parents fight, like scream and shout at each other multiple mm. times growing up. Like that can be traumatic because it felt like you weren't safe or that your parents weren't aware of your safety or well-being. So it really, I mean, I guess the purpose of this is I really think sometimes when we kind of reflect on our lives and we reflect on how we behave, it's helpful to look at these experiences and not just, not you don't have to to label it as trauma, but it's helpful to self-reflect and just think, oh, these actually may be impacting me more than I am aware. Well, that's my next question is how do you, how does this interpersonal trauma, how does it like affect us? So a lot of the times it leads to these core beliefs we have about ourselves or the world. So for example, mm. for me with the, the crude comments we made in middle school, it was really, I feel like I, that, that impact my body image, but also just feeling like my body was directly related to my self-worth. And so my belief was maybe like, I'm not lovable or like mm. people only want me for my body or whatever it is. you up. Oh, for sure. It did. It did for a really yeah. long time. And so, so stuff like that, it gives us this, gives us these, these really skewed and irrational thoughts. Um, but but if, but they really feel so true when you go through an event like that because they're so charged because right. they're charged they're connected to these experiences. So even if we can know, okay, that's not true. I'm not just my body. Like you know, my worth is more. I'm, my worthiness is not contingent on my body. I know that logically, but for the longest time, it just felt so real because of that that visceral res- response that I would have when you sure. know when when dating or like in a in an intimate situation. So. Um, I think it, it can impact us like in how we view ourselves or we're, like just not trusting people. Right. So say, for example, the bullying happened, you might not, you might have a really difficult time having friendships. Like the belief might be nobody can be trusted. So maybe you have superficial friendships, but you can't develop more meaningful friendships. So really it contributes to how we perceive the world and interact with the world. And it can be really damaging, right? Cause if we're, if we're fusing to these beliefs, we, we don't know sometimes like what's well, real, like your, what's like not your, real. Yeah, your reality, right? It becomes right, your reality. Exactly. Right. Okay. So then what if I'm sitting here right now and I'm listening to this and I'm like, okay, so I got some interpersonal trauma, been through this, been through that. What do I what do I do with it? Now that I recognize it, what do I do with it? So I think 
just validating and giving yourself the opportunity to like comfort yourself, nurture yourself, hold space for those feelings. So I don't think we do that, you know, cause we usually were like, we like, I'm fine and I'll move on. And I think we don't want to cling to those experiences, but we also want to honor them because I think when we don't really work through them, they become part of our identity. So I think we well, also first- ask, like, is it fixable or like, is yeah. this something you always oh, yeah. just have to like deal with? I'm like, come to me for therapy. Well, yeah, I look like, at this. <laughs> I can fix tra- it in three sessions or less. <laughs> no, you can't ever promise that. But <laughs> I would say like, so I would say like honoring those experiences and, and kind of recognizing that they were more impactful than maybe you had thought is really important. I think that can be healing. Just knowing that those were hurtful and painful experiences because when you ignore them and invalidate it, it invalidates your whole experience and worldview. Right. So I think that's important. And then just seeking support. So, um, through therapy, there are a lot of different therapeutic modalities. So I do EMDR, which I think I've mentioned before, which is eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, but there are other modalities like, um, cognitive processing therapy, which is like CBT, but to address traumatic or impactful events. And then there's also brain spotting, which is a modality people use for um, trauma. So seeking out support through a therapist that understands and works to treat trauma, which I feel like all of us have some, some trauma um, or a traumatic event, but maybe we don't have those trauma responses. I, but I think sometimes even, even if it wasn't quote traumatic, it can still impact us. Right. So I think sure. it can be helpful just to process it out loud with someone um, who's safe, even if it's a friend or a partner or, you know, a loved one, I think that can even be healing if, if they're a person that's safe and that will provide that space. Are you taking clients right now or no? I'm taking virtual clients and only in Cal, cause I know you have a lot of listeners everywhere. I'm taking yeah. virtual clients only right now. Um, and I'm in California, so I can only treat in California, but yes, if you're interested, feel free to reach out. I thought like we never really plugged that. We plugged the book a lot, but we never really plugged like you as a therapist. I didn't know if you wanted to. We don't have to. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm only have spots right now for virtual sessions because um, I my in-person are all full right now. But yeah, if you're interested, feel free to reach out. I, I do um, trauma work through telehealth. I do EMDR. I've done it through telehealth. So it's actually – and I did it myself, EMDR, as a client – Virtually during it. the pandemic. Oh, it I think it'd be so, so good for you. No, I, I feel like it's going to be so good for you. I really think. Give me, give me somebody. I don't even know how to find that. How would you find that? I can send you a few names. Okay. Um, I know, and it's hard, and it's hard to find people that are taking clients. But I can, I have a, actually a few names that I can. Give but you, you know some people. I know some people. Leah yeah. knows some people. All right. Uh, well, she, Leah's got a book. She's got therapy. She's got um ebook. She's got. She's super famous now. When I first met you, had none of that. You had none of it. You had none of it. I don't know how much you've grown. No, you, I mean, you were working for the other place at the time. That's that was true. it. That's true. No, look, look at, at me now. Proud of you. It's That's all actually because, really cool. It's all, been, it's all because of Certified Mama's Boy. I mean, I think it really – your life turned around, <laughs> though, when you started doing Certified Mama's Boy. You know what I mean? I, I, can't, take, I can't take all credit for it, but um, – No, but I actually think it's, it's inspired me to do things that are not just strictly talk therapy, which I really enjoy doing, so I have that. a balance. I was just kidding, but okay. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take a little bit of credit, maybe. All thanks to you. <laughs> Leah's website. How about you give your website? Because everything's on there, the book and everything Yeah, else. yeah. You can um, find me online at, at www.hertrueempowerment.com. So. So check it out. Hey, do me a favor and check out this brand new app called Paired. It is a relationship app for couples. Basically how this works is you're going to download it. Your partner is going to download it. And you pair them together. Every day, Paired sends you a question. It gives you quizzes or games to have fun to stay connected and deepen your conversation. Let's be honest. When's the last time you really sat down and had like a heart to heart 
conversation with your partner, you know? I mean, when I was married, it was hard. It was tough, man. It was hard to like just keep uh, keep things fresh sometimes. But that's exactly what Pear does. I'm just downloading the app now because I want to give this a shot. And I want to do it with you, learn this app with you because they're a new sponsor on our show. Hopefully, you'll go check it out. It's got simple questions, often hilarious. Every day, you get a quiz or you get to play games with your partner. Let's give this a shot. And whether you've had just a few dates or you've been together for a long time, it's a time to lighten the mood and have some fun with your partner by using Paired. Head to Paired.com com slash Kramer and get a seven day free trial and 25% off if you sign up on a subscription. P-A-I-R-E-D.com slash Kramer. Sign up today for free. And then you can connect with your partner every single day using Paired. It's a happier relationship. Starts here. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, I got a ton of Tulum stories for you. And we'll start those going into our final month of Certified Mama's Boy for the year. Uh, So thank you so much for coming back. Seriously. You know, I get stressed out that you're not going to show back up, and you did, and I appreciate that, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever. 